0: We may be dealing with faceless alien rebels this week on The X-Files, but we are talking this week about the face of insurance. And that, of course, are our friends over at Geico, our sponsor for this week's episode of The Bloom Files. Do you want to rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico. The truth is out there. And here, who knows? Either way, we are opening up the Bloom Files here on Post Show Recaps and X-Files First Watch slash Rewatch Podcast. Hello, everybody. Open your ears. Open your eyes. It's time to let in the podcast to talk about two very big episodes of the X-Files, Patient X and the Red and the Black. And, of course, someone who is very patient right now (laughs) as she's watching me ramble through this introduction is, of course... Angela Bloom. Angela, how are you?
1: So, you didn't go with, hey, big spender.
0: Oh, that's a good call. We're going to get interested. Free spender. <laughs> if there was a wand off for this, I think. That- spender. All the spender. So, I want to describe the dance that's happening right now. It's like, a good dance. It's not exactly a jig. But it's more so like you're like bouncy, yeah. Like you're an animatronic robot. It's Uh, a bouncy dance. Like you're you're there's a little bit of rust in the joints, but (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you. It's worthy of Jeffrey Spender, who is kind of. Uh, stick in the mud over the course of these two episodes yeah this
1: is the worst of the characters that he plays on no, that's, this is
0: so wild to me i did not realize that we had like you know jeffrey combs is to star trek as like this yeah. guy is to the x-files well
1: and so he chris owens is his name but he was also on millennium i think which okay. is the other whatever show yeah, it was like the chris
0: carter it, yeah. was, it, was it a chris carter show or just like an x-files adjacent so
1: definitely not x-files i think it's just chris carter Sorry, big yawn from me.
0: Wow, you're so sleepy, torturing those poor Russian teenagers all night. Oh,
1: poor boy. Poor Poor, Dimitri. Poor Dimitri.
0: Poor Dimitri. So yeah, two very big episodes to get into here. I gotta say, uh, I really enjoyed these. Did you? (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know why. I think,
1: for me... No, they're good, they're good. I just am not a fan of anything that has to do with Krychek, or... Yeah. I would say the end of The Red and the Black... Uh, in the next episode was much better than like the majority of the first episode. And the
0: first, why? Like, because like, he like smooched him on the cheek. No, you just want that hot shipping action no, between no, no. and Mulder.
1: <laughs> no, I just I felt like it finally got someplace.
0: Yeah, so that's that's what I think I really enjoyed about this is because look, of course I, I've enjoyed uh, watching the X yeah. Files. Like we've had a good time here, but I think what I'm getting a little tired of is like going down dead ends mm-hmm, or the back and mm-hmm. forth. It feels like. I I finally am understanding more about colonization and, like, not necessarily that this now entire show is going to be about the rebels versus the colonization, but, like,
1: it feels like like chess pieces
0: are being moved, which makes me happy, as opposed to, like, Another mythology episode where there's some Something's, knowledge tease, yeah. but like, is it true or not? This yeah. is substantial. And now I say that before, of course, like we get to another one and it's, oh, yeah, there actually are no faceless rep- alien rebels. They're actually government agents. <laughs> well, makeup. I will
1: say that the colonization stuff is like pretty defined by this point. You know, there's the. A- aliens number one, yes, which are the aliens that existed on planet Earth prior to humans and left during the Ice
0: Age, mm-hmm. and then what killed the dinosaurs and the aliens? The Ice Age, yeah, no, sprays. so they they
1: couldn't survive, and but they left matter in like the virus,
0: yes, on the in planet, the, In the black oil,
1: yes, but they left the planet and they went and like colonized other planets, mm-hmm. which is where the alien rebels come from,
0: because they so they are from previously colonized planets basically being yes. like we're not gonna let what happened to us happen to earth
1: yeah or it's just like they're in a continuous war with these guys and it just happens to come to earth because oh
0: interesting battlefield earth if yeah you will. exactly Did you ever see that movie
1: maybe i don't remember
0: i remember seeing it in theaters and look it's a legendarily bad movie but the only thing i really remember is like having my ears covered the whole time because for some reason it was just by far the loudest movie going Which is a lot
1: to say for you because you're a pretty loud human being. And what? <laughs> and you are one of those people who always has the TV up way past what I am comfortable with.
0: Yeah, but I think maybe this is part of it. Maybe Battlefield Earth made me partially dead.
1: It might have. <laughs>
0: yeah, poor John, almost a John Stamos, John Travolta, John Stamos. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker in that makeup. So I really enjoyed this. I think it's also, you know, there have certainly been some comments about, like, why'd you skip the Russia stuff? Why'd you skip this cry-check stuff? Because I hate it. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Let me be defensive of my partner here. I'm actually very happy with the cry check we're getting. I feel like as much as people would be like, why did you skip the Russia arc in season four? I feel like I would be a little more miffed if I yeah. had seen those. It's because, just a lot. Well, and plus it would have been what I'd just been complaining about, which is like I don't need to see more episodes of CryCheck like flipping back and forth.
1: Yeah, you know? and his like whole his whole vibe is just too much for me.
0: <laughs> well, we we get it, I mean, he has he is certainly a vibe in this episode. <laughs> but I guess we should also sort of, you know, fill me and maybe some of the audience in. Uh, because I know Fitzy Brothers up. I think the last time we saw CryCheck in this watch he was in the silo, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. That was back when we were first introduced to the black oil.
1: Yeah. And so his character arc is kind of weird because I do think they try to write him off at that point and then don't. Um, but, you know, he, he's just, a, he's a flip flopper. He's constantly flippy flopping.
0: Yeah. Um, and so, and so Spencer comes in with also some like highlights from yeah. those two Russia episodes of like, here's what you missed on Glee. Uh, he basically gives four points here. one, there is land-based black oil, which is different from what we saw in Piper Maru, yes. uh, which apparently gives, like, this, this. the oil from the sea gives people, like, that super strength, right? Mm-hmm. And this really doesn't... No. Uh, so,
1: also, something important to note about the oil is that its purpose, which I don't know if we'll find out or if it's revealed in the movie or whatever, but its purpose is to um, almost breed, I think. It's like, it's almost like a a parasite where it goes inside of a host and then creates an alien from that.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So I guess it is sort of like, so it's like part of the blood almost of aliens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Number (laughs) two from Spencer, Uh, the Russia and U.S. were engaged in a war to basically develop a vaccine against the black oil. Uh, Basically, it's like Krychik and the Russians versus the Syndicate led by Dapper Dan, who we're going to see a lot of uh, in these two episodes uh and basically the russians won when Mulder went to russia this is number three basically like he got that russian vaccine Mm -hmm. uh, because he got exposed to the black oil in the way that we saw in that first episode yes hopefully with less sewing up his orifices Uh, and then (laughs) number four which i did not see or notice whatsoever i guess krychek lost his arm yeah sure did basically it seems like there's a, there's a bunch of like Russian, for lack of a better term, anti-vaxxers who yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. like cut off their arms, right? To be like, Oh, this means that, uh, you know, we won't get tested if we just cut our, yeah. Arms and off. I mean,
1: like you see sort of in the beginning of this first series or this first episode, patient X, that they're doing some not so great experiments in Russia, in Kazakhstan, in uh, the former Soviet union. Yeah.
0: Great success with experiments in Kazakhstan.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. So I Why do think there's more at there. I know. So, you know, I can kind of see where that comes across as, like, uh, this semi-sort of anti-vaxxer vibe,
0: but also, like, I-don't-want-to-be-experimented-on vibe. <laughs> yeah. So, let, let's jump into the episode now that we have a bit of the background. I will say, a bit of behind-the-scenes... Also, I just... Just a side
1: note that the, um, the Syndicate's version of the vaccine to protect themselves uh has the code name purity control.
0: Oh lord <laughs> God. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Now I'm another reason why I'm glad we didn't watch those episodes. I don't want to talk about purity control. Yeah, not great. Uh so I will say a bit of behind the scenes info, uh we got a new TV this past week. Oh baby and did gotta, we? And I gotta say that first scene of like going through the cosmos with another molder vo is like very pretty to watch in our new big tv yeah
1: so previous to now we've we watched the x-files in the bedroom uh, <laughs> we say that like it's a fun thing but we're parents of a two-year-old so we just lay there in our in our like <laughs> <What? vibe. laughs> our bones broken two-year-old
0: watching vibe bones <laughs> broken watching two-year-old vibe yes
1: anyway parents you, you know what i mean um so we were watching t- basically on a monitor sized television
0: in our yeah, bedroom I mean, it's like a 16 inch maybe yeah, 24
1: inch probably 24 inch. so we upgraded a little bit that was a nice uh father's day gift
0: yeah and it was so it was very pretty to watch like this shot of space as Mulder basically and we see these you know constellations mm-hmm. pop up as Mulder talks about assigning meetings to the cosmos well this is
1: a pretty standard if it's an arc episode there's a poem being right that's at the actually beginning. very true that's a
0: good sign of an arc episode <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming at the time they probably didn't know there were going to be two-part episodes until you saw this like Yeah, there's definitely some. There's going to be some some to to be continued going on here.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So we start off with our cold open, very cold because we're in Kazakhstan. I wrote in my notes, uh, I called them two dweebs at first. Makes me feel kind of bad considering what happened to Dimitri.
1: (laughs) Yeah, poor Dimitri. But yeah, these two kids are like running through the woods um, and they're like running away from something, I guess. They also
0: run into. They run
1: exactly back to where they were.
0: Yeah, and they basically see like just a massacre, right? There's stuff on fire. They're shouting for their parents. And then they get chased into the woods again. And a guy pops up who looks like uh, Zeke the plumber from Salute Your Shorts, right? It looks like his face is completely melted.
1: Yeah, so he has his eyes melted and his mouth melted. Yeah. And we'll
0: find out that these are, this is the sort of like the uh, the the guys of the rebels because mm-hmm. they want to close up their orifices so the black oil doesn't get in.
1: Correct, because if you get the black oil, you will just gestate an alien.
0: So we cut to investigation of the crime scene, but... It is not Mulder and Scully behind it, but two familiar faces. Here's crime, crime check. Almost called them crime check. Crime check. Crime check sounds like I don't know some sort of like uh like McGruff the Crime Dog, like some yeah. Sort of so like he's
1: of- he's there with like his cronies. Yeah, his goons. His goons. But then also the next day, Marita Covarrubias.
0: Yes, Marita showing back up, and this is now, like, after we've officially confirmed, right, that she is with the Syndicate, and she's basically representing them here. Yeah,
1: but, well, yes and no, but she has, this is her leading the UN investigation.
0: Right, but she's gonna immediately report it back. Like, the Syndicate are more interested in this than the UN.
1: Yeah, and basically, also, Alex Krychek has caught Dimitri, the other little, the other boy. Yeah, the dweeb. The dweeb. So, (laughs) Krychek basically tells Marita that, like, uh... To tell the syndicate that it's all going to hell.
0: So this is interesting because we're gonna find out later on. Uh, these two get involved in some hanky panky. So like is, sure this, do. is this like a front that they're putting up, or is this so much like I don't know, is it like torrid emotions? I think that each other? she's playing
1: both sides. That's okay. It. Like Cryturek isn't with the syndicate. He doesn't care. He's just kind of his own his own guy. He's trying to save himself. She is the syndicate's like spy, yeah, but she's also playing both sides and giving information to Krychek, and I think it's... I just find it
0: interesting, because Krychek, like, ends the scene by spitting at her.
1: (sighs) Well, I think it's a torrid love affair.
0: Yeah, maybe. Or maybe he's just, like, I I have to play the part, you know, so no one will suspect.
1: No, they're like weird and dirty, and they like to kiss and hit each other.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 weird. They're having sex in a gulag. I hate them. Well, we'll <laughs> we'll get into it. So now we cut to a panel discussion <laughs> <Ugh>. on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we see the video of Cassandra Spencer. Spender!
1: Spender, Hey, big Spender! I always
0: got to remember it now. Uh, But yes, basically, this is this lady claiming, like, oh, I've been abducted several times, and basically I'm like an envoy on behalf of the aliens.
1: Yeah, so Mulder's actually part of an MIT lecture where they're using testimony of Cassandra Spender to prove alien existence, basically. Right,
0: and it's interesting because, you know, it's been a bit of a hot second. We've had mentions of it, but, you know, the beginning of Season 5 really sent Mulder into a bit of a tailspin mm-hmm. right with this idea of like oh my god aliens
1: but, don't exist yeah, it's the, actually the yeah. stuff
0: of oh this is all a government plot he's going to he's going to relitigate this in the second episode mm-hmm. right just sort of uh reestablishing it Yeah oh, but he
1: basically claims that it's all a lie created to cover up a program of medical experimentation on people
0: Yeah and which is interesting though because the entire panel is filled with mulder types. Yeah, right? they're all, all
1: looking at him like, are you kidding me, yeah, Spooky?
0: Yeah, exactly. We brought you on to be spooky. Now you're anti-Spooky. Uh, and so then, and when Mulder starts talking about the DoD, everyone's like, The DoD. Uh, so, uh, obviously, not a great performance from Mulder. He's gonna no. run into a blast from the past here. Dr. Werber... <laughs>
1: Yeah, Dr. Werber. Dr.
0: Werber. <laughs> and his
1: weird uh, hypnosis.
0: Yeah, because so this was the guy who did the regression hypnosis, yeah. right? To get those repressed yeah. memories out of, out of Mulder. Yeah,
1: and basically Mulder's like, hey, I've had a little bit of a change of heart since then. Like, I don't think that that was out, ever true. Like, I think it was like, I was made to believe that so hard that I, like, believed it in a hypnosis.
0: <laughs> right. If he said, you know, I only saw it because I wanted to believe, and he's, and yeah. Dr. is like, well, uh, why don't you come down to my office, because, hey, that lady you just saw on the tape, she's one of my patients, yeah, too. Yeah,
1: so, which is a little suspicious,
0: a little, sus as, little Rob, sus, as
1: Rob Sesternino would say.
0: Uh yes, and everyone who plays among us.
1: Yes. I don't know. I don't play that.
0: No, instead you lay with your broken bones. I lay with my
1: broken bones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, speaking of broken bones, let's go to the gulag here. Yeah, the gulag. Yeah, that's this is rough. We're gonna have yeah, to this. I don't like
1: time. this bet. I don't like this bit. And it's, also it's uncomfortable. I would say that this is something that is talked about among the X community, is that this this episode is thought of to be pretty like gory. It's visceral. It's visceral, yeah. And so Dimitri, and he's also a young boy, they've infected him with the black oil, basically.
0: Yeah, so they pr- they basically, like, drop in the black oil from above yeah. to purposely infect him, and then Krychek is going to sew up, basically, his eyes and his mouth. So that he
1: can, like, take him as a hostage without getting infected. Yeah, because
0: then what's going to get brought up later in the second episode, right, is that Krychek's plan is to essentially say, this kid is valuable because he's the only survivor of what happened here. But if we put the virus in his body, then mm-hmm. if anyone steals him and tries to get information out of him, like Merida, mm-hmm. they're going to get infected as well. Right. And he, I,
1: it's all pretty wild because I guess he's hoping that they'll give him the the antidote so that he can, the vaccine, so that he can then have him. But, but he beats the crap out of him first because he get, already knows the info.
0: Right. Like, he's, he's torturing him for, like, no particular reason. Because, again, he already knows. He
1: thinks he's, like, a Trump card. Like, that he can, like, take him and, like, get,
0: um I don't know, more vaccine. Right, well, because he's going to later go to New York, right? And be like, he just hey, wants the vaccine. hey, syndicate, I've got something for you. Yeah,
1: he just wants to take care of himself. But, uh, anyway, back in the United States.
0: Let's talk about Cassandra <laughs> Spender. Uh-huh, she's a weirdo. She's a weirdo, but, like, she loves Mulder. She
1: does love Mulder, because she knows that... She has been abducted by aliens. Is what she right. thinks, and, and she and knows she, his
0: history. Yeah, well, because she brings up, and this is going to be a series of episodes that's brought up many times over these two, the Dwayne Barry stuff. Yes, exactly. Gets invoked here, right where she says, "Oh, yeah, there was this guy who claimed he'd been abducted, and you like saved him. Mm-hmm. You were the only one who listened to him." Yeah, there's like lady that was three seasons ago. I'm a very different person now. Yeah, and so he just basically like walks out on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, he says, like, "Oh, stop." You know, stop fawning over me. Get the hell out of here. yeah, and she's trying to tell him, oh, the aliens are, you know, delivering a message. They're warring, and something's gone wrong, yeah, and she thinks she's going
1: to be abducted by them again because she's and we'll you'll find this out later, but she is special. um and I won't tell you any more than that,
0: okay. oh, oh, interesting. i I mean, I guess it's, it's you know,
1: I mean, at the end of the episode, you see her being taken.
0: Right, but I didn't know if this was going to be like a max thing where she shows up like three seasons later, you know? No, yeah, she we'll she'll, she'll be around. Okay, interesting. Well, I guess given uh, who she got in bed with once upon a time, I think that does right, make sense. Well, well. Hey, remember Dana Scully? She's here. She shows up like halfway through the episode.
1: She sure does. Um, and she is. What is she doing? Moulder's well, talking this
0: sister. She's back in the FBI, oh, and this yeah, is yeah, when yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Mulder's talking to her. L-
0: Little Spencer spender spender
1: <laughs> little spender jeff jeffy
0: shows up basically and is like "Hey, Mulder's. Uh, i know Mulder's hanging out with cassandra spender who's my mom she's a very disturbed woman yeah
1: this all seems very like normal like he's like you're your guy's nuts my mom's nuts keep your guy away from my mom because i don't want people to know that my mom is nuts yeah like, because I, i'm trying to have a career
0: unlike molder i do not want to be called spooky yes Please and he's he young. Underwraps. He's like a young FBI agent.
1: He's like just starting to like hit the trail.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it was one of those things where I was looking at him like, he looks so familiar. Cause I feel like when he was playing the younger cigarette smoking man, he did not have the like,
1: no, but he curly, was also, he has like no. a Corey Matthews yeah.
0: curly hair. He on does, this. but they had
1: it slicked back cause it was like 1940s vibe. And then when he was playing the Great Machado, I mean,
0: I mean, there was a lot going on yeah. there. So, Marita is going to go to the syndicate. And basically, you know, talk about what happened in Kazakhstan. She will also point out that a bunch of the charred husks of the victims <laughs> had microchips. Yes. Uh, and so it's very clear that, like, there was some sort of ping sent out to these mm-hmm. microchip people to go to this place where they were summarily, like, slaughtered.
1: Yeah. And so they're confused because, basically, the syndicate takes this as a sign that colonization is
0: happening sooner. Right, that something was accelerated. But Marita thinks, no, this is just an attack on us specifically. Yeah,
1: and so and and what it is is actually nothing to do with the humans. It's the two aliens fighting. Yeah, it's the the rebels
0: (laughs) essentially using the humans as, like, pieces on a chessboard. Well,
1: so the humans are used, are part of colonization because Mm -hmm. they're Going to be used or are trying to be used to create alien human hybrids and blah 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 and and basically you'll, you'll find all of this out at some point. I hope that the people that are being created as alien human hybrids will be like the slave race to the aliens that colonize the, the planet. Oh, damn.
0: And so classism going on there based on the bloods of the alien world. Yeah.
1: And so uh, the main goal here is the rebels are trying to get rid of the any evidence and any sort of colonization efforts. Yeah, They're
0: trying to squash any colonization efforts. And unfortunately, that extends to these poor people Mm -hmm. who have the microchips in their in their bodies.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Um, So, yeah. So and we talked about this before, that Krychek's going to show up on the bat phone, right? He's going to reveal he's in New York City and says, give me the vaccine in exchange for this. Kid and what yeah. he knows. Meanwhile, Mulder is uh I mean, you know, Mulder has really sort of sank into something. Something I really like about I think this episode is watching these two people switch places. Total switch, Especially after the previous episode, quite literally, you know, uh Bad Blood was about yeah. like how Mulder and Scully see each other they're almost embodying what they see of each other. Like, Mulder is such a negative Nancy in this episode, much like he said Scully was. Yes, And Scully is sort of, like, flighty and out there, much like she said that Mulder was. Uh, Like, Mulder's, you know, sitting at his desk, doodling a goatee on his own picture in the paper, basically saying, like, it all doesn't matter. This is all BS. I'm not even going to entertain what she's talking about right now because I know it's not true. Uh, But, you know, Scully is... She feels like there's a connection, especially because there's a reference to Skyland Mountain, mm-hmm. which is so, where she got taken in joined Barry.
1: Yeah, so they she realizes that they have a lot in common.
0: <laughs> yeah, because not only did she also had an implant in the same place. Like yeah. she's very concerned, and so she's gonna make a visit to Cassandra herself without yeah. Mulder.
1: Yeah, and this is a weird interaction because Cassandra, I guess, recognizes Scully, but I think she just recognizes her as a fellow abductee. You, I don't think so, she so, like, you saw think it's just, her. You, you
0: think it's just, like, some sort of vibe she gets yeah, off of her? Yeah,
1: she's like, I know you. Like, it's like she feels it, whereas the other women were like, no, I saw you there. Yeah. I don't think that's the case with Cassandra. it
0: sort of like, uh, oh, like, oh, class of 2004. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. But, um, basically, Scully realizes, like, the reason she goes there is to tell Cassandra, so she says, to not remove the implant. And Cassandra's like, uh, no, I won't because I am stupid. Jokes yeah, to go not dream
0: of it uh i'm ready to go yeah asap so not good. i mean luckily she uh did not heed the second call as it were because well we, i don't think
1: she could she, there was no way for her to get there
0: i guess that's true i guess if you are physically incapable of getting somewhere even if you have this inclination to be like i need to get to skyland mountain
1: well so if you see that's what she's drawing on the window is this end to the stars
0: um, it's not a constellation. Oh, I thought the, it was a constellation.
1: Yeah, no, it's the ascent to the Stars
0: sort of, oh, like, Oh, yeah, because she's doing that with your dirty-ass fingers. <laughs>
1: yeah, clearly. Leaving yeah.
0: some smudge marks. That's what, I used to do that a lot, um, Gross. in the car on mm, long trips. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to do it with, like, condensation on the windows. And yeah, they, so
1: it, did everybody.
0: <laughs> thank you for not making me feel so. You're very moldy right now. Like, you're not special. You're not special. Everyone draws with their dirty fingers. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we see what happens on Skyland Mountain. It's Ah, uh, basically, what was implied in Kazakhstan is all these people gather, yeah. and then here come the faceless men. I think is what they're they're going to call them here, right? Is that is that usually how fans refer to them?
1: The alien rebels, alien the faceless rebels. alien rebels.
0: <laughs> yeah, the F F A R S, if you will. <laughs> okay, <laughs> somewhere far away. I will say, uh, you know, as much as the alien bounty hunters' neck pokey thingies can certainly wield a lot of damage. I am much more frightened of the flaming sticks that yeah. they're wielding. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're not flamethrowers, they're like um like incinerators.
0: Yeah, they're almost yeah, they're like um they're almost like tasers but with fire at the end Yeah, and of it's not like they're
1: burning people, they're like incinerating them. Like it's like a they say later on they're like they can't identify them because of how burned they are. So it's not just fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like clearly it's like maybe that's because there's like DNA in them, right, that like it would affect humans in a different way that it would re- affect People who have been microchipped, yeah. Basically, uh, so Cassandra's going to find this out, right? And she's going to cry because, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, again, I don't know if these were her friends' friends or if she she you know knew of them, but like she uh, she lost a lot of people.
1: Yeah, and so I guess the issue here now is that uh, Scully's like um, thinking this is aliens, and and Mulder still thinks it's not. I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, basically, you no. Know, well, Mulder. Mulder is at least on board with the idea of, like... okay, he okay, could everyone,
1: be involved with the aliens, everyone, yeah, yeah.
0: everyone who was brought to this location had the microchip... Really he just doesn't think
1: it's aliens, he thinks no, it's, it's the yeah, government. Yeah, he thinks,
0: oh, the government. Yes. Basically, we're all, yes, you yes, know, yes, brought yes. here to one place. Meanwhile, we mentioned it before, the Gulag's gonna get a congenial visit from Marita, who throws... She, he throws her up against the wall, and they start moing here.
1: Yeah, which is, like... Ugh, God.
0: So, I what's, the, I mean, have these two characters even interacted? Yeah, so this they've episode? interacted,
1: but like, I, I don't know. I don't like It's them. weird. So,
0: are we to imply that like they were having an affair? Or is this purely like a carnal, hey? Yeah, I think it's a little
1: bit of both. We're two
0: demented people. Let's make out. Well, right yeah,
1: now. it's an affair, but it's like not a good one.
0: Yeah, well, not a good one for Crycheck because, yeah. uh, I guess, post-coitus, he's, uh, he goes to sleep it off, and Marita absconds with the boy.
1: Yeah, she takes Dimitri, and uh, then he, basically, Krychek returns to the cell where he was being he- held, finds him missing, and finds the well-manicured man there instead. Yeah,
0: Dapper Dan approaches, right, and he's like, oh, where's the boy? Yeah. And Krychek's like, oh, crap. And we'll see next episode, that I think, after that, right, he gets captured yeah. by the syndicate.
1: Well, yeah, but I think Marita, doesn't she, like, uh, chain him to the... No, um, I, I, thought oh, it, he did, I don't remember. No, I,
0: I think he just woke up, because I think he, he went into the
1: Oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. But anyway, um, more implants.
0: More implants. Um, Mulder's going to get a call from Marita. She's on a payphone!
1: <laughs> a little throwback
0: from, like, ten years ago. That's a good one. Yeah, my god, ten years ago. Basically saying, I have the kid. Again, this is her still trying to play both sides, trying to be, like, the worst informant ever to yeah. Mulder. But, of course... We know, especially when uh, Dimitri's pulling out his
1: <laughs> Like, the, <laughs> the black
0: oil's coming out here.
1: Yeah, and so she gets infected pretty quickly. And
0: she's gone also by the time Mulder gets mm-hmm. there. Uh, and also, more people are missing. Uh, Scully and Cassandra yeah. are gone. And we find out that they have joined the throng. Uh, they're joining the what now is like the third congregation of people. At the Ruskin Dam. Yeah, it's a, specifically a bridge mm-hmm. uh, on top of a dam where we see so, okay so we see Dimitri there. Yes. We see this bald guy with a mustache that I was a little confused about. He's
1: a syndicate assassin. His name is Quiet Willie.
0: <laughs> right, that guy. Yes, it's the same this, guy. This was the that was the guy who um if I recall correctly this was the um the shooter, right? Yes. The guy that shot yes. the Yes. From his, him his,
1: and I so, making fun of his
0: stupid nickname. And
1: his mustache. <laughs> yeah, because
0: well, because I think we're gonna get later as well that like either he's a clone or an alien bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah, Or they use his form. because there are multiple versions of him. Because he's gonna <laughs> die here, but there'll be another one at the end of the next episode. Yeah,
1: and he's gonna die here because the alien rebels show up and uh, more pokey bernie.
0: More pokey bernie. Uh, that's my favorite dance. So yeah, because everyone sees like bright lights above them. And then suddenly a man runs in on fire, which is also an interesting way to... Well, I couldn't tell. Was that one of the rebels or was that was that the rebels trying to like spread the flame? Or was that the rebels had set someone on fire and that person's running?
1: Yeah, that. The second thing.
0: Okay. <laughs> like, oh, it's an easy way to spread fire if you're on fire. Yeah. All right. Well, we leave Scully and Cassandra and a bunch of people in a very precarious situation. Hopefully we won't leave you in too much of a precarious situation, We're going to be right back after a word from our sponsors. All right, we are back. Sorry to have left you on red and black mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> would it help if i did your big spender robot jig while i was saying that
1: no i feel like
0: you're making fun of me never i never would let's get into this at e- this second episode because this is a big one it's a yeah. weird one and a big one because after yeah. that all that climactic yeah. you know previously on stuff we start with the typewriter
1: Yeah, this was hard for you and me. And
0: I I guess we should have realized, because spoiler alert, we're going to find out at the end of this episode, this is the cigarette-smoking man typing. We should have realized this, right? Like, we know the typewriter is his means of communication. He loves spending his days clickety-clacketing on that thing.
1: Oh yes, gosh, he does.
0: Um, but yeah, me and you had a little trouble here because it was hard to tell which line we were supposed to be reading. Yeah, so we get a lot of shots of it, it cuts between this mysterious person typing a letter on a typewriter yeah. and some little kid running through the snow. He was big. cute. He was cute. I just feel bad for him. Yeah, I no, he's clearly he's like, like a, a post kid. Yeah,
1: he's like he's the post. Um, in pro- this
0: place in remote Quebec.
1: Remote Quebec, your favorite, um, but. Yeah, basically, he's writing a letter to what we find out is Jeffrey Spender, his but son. Right, right
0: now, his son, where he's basically talking about, you like, know... Like, I want to
1: get I want to get to know you, I want, I really yeah. want you to be proud of I'm, me. I'm know.
0: seeking weapons and magic to eliminate monsters of the world, and I hope that means that we can reconcile and see eye to eye here. Yeah, that letter is, like, very weird and annoying. Well, I mean, we know the way that he writes, oh, right? So I think bad. It, I think it makes sense that like it ends up being returned to center of like this is yeah. just not very good writing yet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but this is gonna be, you know, uh, one of the bigger mysteries is this mm-hmm. kid gets handed this mysterious red envelope. We don't know who it is. We could it's interesting. I I had some thoughts, you know, I thought Son could be Mulder, but does that mean like I would not be completely surprised if like there's a Bill Mulder clone, maybe Or, remember, if it is the cigarette-smoking man, right, there was the whole thing from Demons of, like, could he be my real dad?
1: Oh, yeah, that's still—they're always talking about that, but— Yeah,
0: so, like, I wouldn't have been surprised, even if it was the cigarette-smoking man, that, like, Mulder is the one that he's writing to, especially since it's addressed to the FBI. I think they want us to believe that.
1: Yeah, and so, basically, (laughs) he—we'll find out that that doesn't go over well, though.
0: So, we see the aftermath of what happens on the bridge. Bunch of burned bodies— uh, despite everything. So Cassandra's gone. Scully yeah. is not doing well. Should be okay to wake up so, like i ba- yeah, Basically,
1: they find quite Willie. He's dead. And they also find the body of Dimitri, who's dead. And Scully is found in the woods with like 50 survivors. So we have to assume that she
0: escaped Yeah,
1: well, did her FBI thing and, like, was like, we gotta go and, like, grabbed karate people. chop Yeah, well, and, like, karate, yeah, karate chopped her way into the woods with a bunch of people and saved them. But,
0: yeah, uh, um, and, and hey, guess who's popping up here? Skinner's making his appearance. Um, yeah. You <laughs> know what I think is maybe it's because Scully's there. He's like, oh my God.
1: Well, yeah, plus it's like a, it's in, it's close by. It's all of these things That's are happening true. close by. So they basically, I mean, it's a part of the FBI to investigate. Um, but also, who else arrives?
0: Jeffrey's fattened down. <laughs> Thank up. you,
1: finally. yeah, and he's looking for his mama, who's and it,
0: missing. And he's pretty P.O.'d about it. I would be, too. Yeah, Her wheelchair's just sitting there. And especially because Scully ends up coming, too. Like, physically, she's doing fine. Mentally, not so much, because she has no memory of what happened on that bridge.
1: Yeah, and Jeffrey's just like, no. Like, do not get involved with this. Like, my mom's missing. I don't want you dealing with this, basically.
0: So... Yeah, I'm a little confused about it. so Krychek Dapperdan finds Krychek. Now Krychek is like below deck on a boat that they're going to send back to Russia, it seems. Well, this is the boat that he brought. He came over on. That's what i miss. That's where I'm assuming he had like made the call to them from.
1: Yeah, right? and where they were having their coitus. And so he just handcuffs him there to like keep him prisoner yeah
0: well to basically keep him on the boat and like mm-hmm. almost like uh you know spank the horse to have him gallop up while the banditos tied yeah to
1: and we find out that he, they did get a hand on marita Kovarubius, who now has black whale in her eyes
0: yeah and so now dapper dan's gonna lead like basically this test on her but yeah dapper dan is gonna kind of hold krychek's feet to the fire a bit basically and being like do you have the vaccine well because so they're
1: developing a vaccine but the russians have already made a vaccine right and Crycheck they think that Crycheck knows about that but Crycheck is actually looking for their info on the vaccine. Right. But
0: Crycheck's trying to play it cool here yeah. right? He's like, "Oh, I don't know what I have." And
1: so he all he really has or had was the boy who saw what happened with the alien rebels. And yeah. that's like not even a concern for them right now. They're more worried about the vaccine because they think that colonization is happening
0: sooner right they believe that okay this is a strike from the alien we need to protect ourselves it's all a big misunderstanding basically
1: yeah and i i mean the i keep you keep calling him dapper dan but the well-manicured man believes that basically russians have this vaccine that works
0: um and that's i guess why he is keeping crycheck what doesn't help this situation and again i this is purely coincidental <laughs> but ends up like throwing a spanner into the works uh an alien ship crashes uh-huh. into an airfield base well that's the rebels so right those are the rebels but like i don't think this was uh like purposeful no they're like mm-hmm. we're gonna crash our ship here it just so happens because now this is gonna be like what crycheck and dapper dan are gonna use to help get Mulder into the yes. fold
1: yeah and so into the folder But it's basically the syndicate is like, if there's a working vaccine, like we actually can join these rebels and resist colonization.
0: Well, that's Dapper Dan's thing, right? Is that he's really going to be the one pushing we can use this to previous
1: to now there was no working vaccine. So we didn't really have a choice but to cooperate.
0: But now he says, okay, we can finally work against them. The rest of the syndicate, though especially like the uh the Marlon Brando the uh-huh. well uh, the well-fed man is the really tasteless nickname that they gave him right but i'm going to call him Marlon Brando cuz he he kind of talks like Marlon yeah, Brando Yeah, like
1: Godfathery.
0: Yeah, but he basically he's the one that's really leading the charge mm-hmm. right of like stick to the stuff you know It is better by far. Stop. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) This is not High School Musical. Or is it? It's not. So, I mean, that's going to be sort of like a runner throughout, right? Is that Dapper Dancer has a pie in the sky. This is how we end colonization. The rest of the syndicate's like, we can't do this. We're running up against a wall. You're on your own, man. Yeah,
1: and they also have captured that rebel from the the plane.
0: Well, that's the thing. So, yeah, so the rebels wind up in an Air Force base, and they end up getting captured Meanwhile, Scully and Mulder are actually gonna have like a pretty meaningful scene mm-hmm. here. As I mentioned before, Mulder's gonna reset the table for everyone, basically saying, Hey, remember what I think right now is that these implants were all from the government, so that they can experiment on people, which isn't untrue. It's not untrue, <laughs> but aliens were involved in a larger capacity than he thinks, which is uh, more than zero.
1: Yeah, more than zero. But uh, uh,
0: but I really like Scully's response here. And I think Jillian uh, Anderson has does a really nice monologue here, and it's not yeah, like completely she Oscar worthy sobbing, uh, but it's like very it's poignant. It's very yeah, poignant and charged. Right where he base she basically says. You, you know, reawakened what you thought were memories of your sister's abductions, which have gotten you this far into your work. I don't have any. Yeah, I can't follow you without trying to figure out at least what those memories were.
1: Which is so funny, because later in the episode, she's gonna be like, I actually don't think that helped.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, no, well, she thinks it does help, and then it's gonna get complicated later on. And she's very much the molder in these two episodes of, like being told something and then being told another thing and getting confused oh, by it yeah
1: yeah just like us
0: <laughs> yeah exactly it feels very uh very relatable
1: yeah and this is also where they talk about the implants and how that might be the answer to sort of what's going on here with all these people gathering
0: let's talk about scully's hypnotherapy <laughs> into dr <laughs> let's talk office. about it um all right maybe this is just the full bloom nature of it all Scully's hood therapy is like kind of orgasmic. Yeah, no,
1: I've, I've always thought this. I don't like the way she does this acting wise. I feel like it's very like, Oh, the lights. And it's like, why are you like having? like, sexual reaction right now to this. Yeah.
0: What I did notice is, so you and I have just started watching The Crown Season 4, yes. me for the first time, you for not the first time, very similar to this podcast. Shocking. I noticed, I thought I heard a little bit of Margaret Thatcher slipping through on Gillian Anderson's performance. Well, that would be wild, because this was years before. But she kind of puts on that, that voice, Yeah. Right? I, I think I heard, maybe I'm just going cuckoo. I think I th- you're going cuckoo, but I... I think I heard, like, that voice come through a bit during this hypnotherapy session. Yeah, it's session. All very,
1: like, breathy and, like, she says oh my god a lot and yeah, her voice gets deeper yeah. and throatier
0: not and, to be used to with deep throat
1: yeah and so she's basically like reliving what happened on the bridge which is that the a colonist spacecraft so basically an alien ship aliens number one yes the aliens number one show up and they are killing well I guess the rebels show up first the
0: rebels so the rebels show up first with their fire sticks the so aliens number two their show Amazon up first fire sticks and they start burning things up then a second ship yes. comes up and starts firing what looks like spotlights but are supposed to be like basically lasers to, at the rebels. To take care of the rebels, yeah.
1: And then they take Cassandra.
0: Yes, and then Cassandra gets gets beamed up yeah. here. It's a pretty impressive sequence, I will say, from like yeah. an, an effects perspective. It's very cool. Yeah, it's interesting. It's it's and I guess that that ticks a lot of boxes, right? It's like Where did Cassandra Spencer go? How were so many people able to escape? It's because, like, these guys did not finish everyone off.
1: Yeah, and they weren't... The intent was the colonists don't want them dead because they need them. It's the rebels that were trying to kill them.
0: Despite this first-hand experience... Mulder just shakes his head tut 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 yeah what a gestalt impression of a non-linear experience yeah he just
1: continues to like say that like everything that's happened so far must have been orchestrated by the military yeah, it's, not a, mil- it's
0: a military yeah. aircraft i mean again this is all coming from uh, the beginning of season five yeah. right with like that was dealing with the or that i know that was the Mac stuff right with the military aircraft that was pretending to be uh, yes, a yes, spacecraft. Yes, yes yeah
1: So, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, basically saying, like, oh, it's all staged, essentially. And it's interesting, because they have a powwow with Skinner here, and Skinner basically comes out saying, as weird as this is... Scully's story is actually the more plausible one. Yeah, here. that it was aliens. So I'm going to have to take the alien side here, surprisingly, Mulder. It's just <laughs> you're always wrong, no matter what.
1: Exactly. Um, and he basically is like, no, 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 no. Um, but back with the syndicate, they're trying to test the vaccine, the Russian vaccine, on Marita, and it's not working.
0: Right. And also... As that's going on, Dapper Dan's facing sort of like, uh, bad news, bad news Mm -hmm. here, as he finds out that the Syndicate has already turned over the alien rebel that they've captured. Yeah, because
1: they don't—the whole thing with the Syndicate is, the reason it's formed is so that they can deal with the colonists and save themselves—
0: Exactly, so that they they're can not be sort- trying to be rebels. They're not trying to be no, heroes. They, they can sort of like be in the pocket yeah. of the aliens so that if and yes. when colonization happens, they won't be completely They'll be safe. boned.
1: Yeah. And so like they are not about being heroes here. So they're like, yeah, we're of course
0: we gave it back to the colonists. Yeah, they're like the teacher's pets.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um which is like not what he wanted to hear.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, Lil Spender is gonna show Lil Spends? Yeah, it's gonna show Scully a video, right, of him. As another a kid another
1: hypnosis video yeah
0: recounting an experience uh where he claims basically like oh you know i was in the car with my mom mm-hmm. and then my mom got beamed out of the car and i kept calling after her but then he says this isn't true my mom just told this story so many times to sort of like obfuscate the real story that my dad left her, and yeah. so she's been pu- pushing, peddling this false narrative the entire time, and it may be the case with you as well.
1: Yeah, he basically thinks that his mom convinced him that this was all true, and to say all that stuff, and that it wasn't actually hypnosis, and it, he says, don't trust my mom, basically.
0: It's weird, because we're sort of seeing, like, I don't want say two sides of the same coin, but Mulder and Spender both have very yeah. similar mentalities in these two episodes, right? Of, yeah. like, Yes, I have secondhandedly had these weird experiences, but, like, I am in denial about it because I believe it's through the power of suggestion.
1: Yeah, and also I think for him, for Spender, it's also very personal because it's his mommy.
0: Yeah, and also, like, he obviously has a very rough past, right? Yeah, it's like a
1: little bit of a challenge for him because he feels like his childhood was, like... Take it away <laughs> to the
0: point where he's like going back to the uh, you know that that demons episode like he's accusing Dr. Mm-hmm. Werber of doing what that guy did of yeah. oh you're just manipulating my mom using my mom um, I
1: mean who's to say he isn't I don't you know, gotta, you know? I trust
0: this Werber guy
1: Werber so
0: Krychek has somehow escaped.
1: Yeah, or he's been released.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because Dapper Dan told him, like... Uh, I you- think
1: he just released him. Do you think Especially when they, he finds out that rebel has been turned over. He's probably like, oh, this is so annoying. He's like,
0: yeah, we don't have much use of you. But, yeah. I mean, let's check uh, something off our bingo box here. Uh, Mulder's gonna show up at home and someone's gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, and attacking him. In the form of... So, like, Krychik, like, doesn't really attack him, he just sort of knocks him down and yeah. then gives him information. He's gotta, like, give him a little punch, tiny punch. <laughs> to be like, hey, man, just just to show you that I haven't gone completely <laughs> soft. Exactly. He tells, he gives him all the info right on the captured rebel. Yeah, saying, he says that
1: there's a war between the aliens and that the rebels are trying to stop colonization.
0: Right. One rule, resist or serve. Yeah. Which we see as a uh, substitute for the truth is out there. And basically, he's gonna be the one to help bring Mulder, help him get his groove back in a yeah. manner of speaking by saying, yes, this is real, this is what's happening, here's some information about where you can find an alien rebel, kiss, kiss, bye-bye.
1: Yeah, so he goes to that, um, that the base where the plane yeah. crashed, or the spaceship crashed. Yeah, so
0: Mulder and Scully are gonna, they're, they're gonna go there, uh, and so, and it's interesting because now things have swapped back again, mm-hmm. where now Mulder's saying, like, okay, there's something going on with colonization, and Scully's like, i don't know because now i'm doubting the validity of my own story yeah
1: because of what spender told her
0: yeah so it's it's really interesting it's all very that, annoying. These Two episodes. <laughs> i don't know I, I like it i i think i'd be this more, part i
1: liked i felt like this yeah. like really hit ahead which i think nice. i'd be
0: more annoyed again if i'd seen this happen more times yeah i think this is something it's new true. to me so i appreciate it uh but it's a little bit of a nothing to do here at the military base right like as they're about to go kind in, of, yeah. they so, see a truck leaving, and, you know, uh, Scully recognizes Slick Willy or whatever his name is. Quiet
1: Willy. Um, and he's basically, it's an alien bounty hunter who's disguised as him.
0: Right, who has the alien rebel in the truck, ready yeah. to take it back to the, well, he's to, gonna to kill the aliens. He's gonna kill him. And so Mulder is going to do what we saw him do, like, all the way back in season one, and go full Jason Bourne and hop on the back of the truck. Yeah, this was wild, today. Better this than what happened in Bad Blood when he was yeah. trying to hang on to the RV. Yeah,
1: this was wild, though. It's like, what do you think, Gabe? So he just, like, goes to, like, try and, I don't know, get the Rebel? Yeah, like, what trying, is it? what was his plan?
0: He's trying to free it, and then basically, like, what, a bright light shines mm-hmm. from the truck, we see that he shoots, and then, like, everyone's gone.
1: Yeah, so he sees both the the bounty hunter and the
0: rebel. Right, because the rebel's gonna, like, hear a hubbub, mm-hmm. stop the truck, mm-hmm. and then, you know, basically take the, the rebel and go. Yeah,
1: and so we, I guess his memory was wiped there, too.
0: Yeah, that's a sweet moment, though, Mm because, like, Mulder sits back in the car, basically, right? They get sort of shuffled off the military. And he's just very confused. (laughs) He's confused, but also, like, a little saddened, I think, because he's like, I I have no idea what happened. Which has got to be disconcerting, and, like, Scully does take his hand, because, again, she has very recently experienced this as well. Yeah. Uh, And so she finds comfort in that. We should also mention here there's a scene where—so, I was confused by this. Mm -hmm. I thought— they were making us believe that Marita Covarrubias was dead, that she was dead on the operating table. But no. It, no, but it seems like the vaccine worked. Yes. Interesting. Partially. Oh, partially. Okay. But I'm assuming like they're still going to keep her under lock and key as like a lab rat. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. For <sighs> sure
0: bad, I would say a bad fate to befall Marita Rubius. but let's face it, she was not the best mm-hmm. character she wasn't doing with. great.
1: No, she's gonna be around for a while, so don't get, uh, mad.
0: Yeah, and so our final scene here is basically Skinner warning Lil Spender that Mulder has opened up an X-Files on his mm-hmm. mother, and so, like, sorry, dude, as much as you were trying to keep this thing buried. Like, cons- I'll do
1: the best I can, but it's, uh, it's Consi- out there.
0: Yeah, consider it unearthed, uh, and Spender's gonna get more bad news or weird news when he finally gets that letter...
1: I think this isn't the first letter, because he looks at it and he, he, goes, he like kind of rolls his eyes and puts it in his pocket.
0: So that's, that's an interesting question. How many of these letters do you believe Cigarette Smoky Man has written to him?
1: Probably a ton.
0: So you think this was just like... Because I think this one was, at the beginning of the episode, tried to lead us to believe like, oh, this is, you know... Big. This is him asking for I think it is big,
1: but I do think he's maybe it was a last ditch effort because he's been writing them and not getting responses.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Because it does seem like, I mean, the next scene we get is the kid delivers this red envelope back and is basically like, return to sender, even unopened. It's clear return that Return
1: sp- from Spender. Yeah. I
0: mean, well, let's remember that Lil Spender. That was
1: very funny. <laughs> <gasps> Thank you.
0: It was very good, actually. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. That was a very good pun. Thank you. Because we. I mean the the way we know b- from before when he shows the video of himself that like yeah. he does not have any regard for his father because he believes that his father like up and left right that he was like yeah. deadbeat dad so why would he respond to co- to correspondence so it makes sense that he would send it back but I don't know for me this was a whoa double woe like whoa yeah you didn't know because so. again I think the implication was Mulder mm-hmm. and then double whoa. Spencer's dad is a cigarette smoking man. Who I know we skipped some episodes in season five, but I would His ima- name is
1: not Spencer.
0: No, I said Spender. <laughs> okay, but I would I would imagine since his quote unquote shooting, we have not mm-hmm. seen him on the show.
1: I don't remember, but I don't think so.
0: Because I, I think that's supposed to be the big surprise. Right? Yes, he's like, oh, that he's, he's alive. Oh, he thought he was dead, but actually he he's alive. Dies.
1: He's like never. He's a never never die.
0: Never dyer. So many implications from this reveal. Yeah. Right? So like, not only is he not dead, but like he got busy.
1: He did get busy, and if Cassandra Spender is a relation of him and was abducted by aliens, what does that mean, too?
0: Right, because we remember back with the Molders that, like, when you were working close to the colonization efforts, like, they had to choose a child. To... They had to
1: give a, a loved one
0: up. Yeah, and so you could imagine, what did the Cigarette smoking Man have to do that with Cassandra here?
1: Yeah, and uh, yes.
0: <laughs> it's weird, though. Like, now I'm thinking back to musings on a Cigarette Smoking Man, and I'm trying to think of, like just imagining slotting that into the timeline is... Crazy. It's weird, because, like, by the time we see this version of him, William B. Davies, Mm -hmm. I think his name is, like, he is so... I don't know, like, morally and emotionally decrepit.
1: Yeah, because and I think...
0: It's, it's weird to think about him, like, you know, trying to start a genuine family.
1: Well, and then also, you have to remember, though, he did have that little, like, something-something with with Mrs. Mulder, so... That's true. I think back in, like, maybe the 70s, they were all kind of getting along, and, and then they got in a little too deep with the syndicate.
0: Yeah, and so now he's off hiding on his own in Quebec. I mean, it makes sense as well, right, because he was, like on the outs with yeah. the syndicate uh and you know obviously the, the to this point that the the colonists they had slick Willie go try to take mm-hmm. him out so he's like i am not safe anywhere yeah. let me go into hiding i can imagine that is not for long no
1: but also you can tell that something he has communication with somebody because um skinner even says to jeffrey spender at the end he's like you have connections higher up yeah and it's like clearly that's who it is yeah so you think Skinner, somebody's taking think care Skinner of him knows no he doesn't know
0: okay so he just knows like you have a mysterious benefactor yes almost.
1: exactly exactly
0: well this i mean i did not see i almost like maybe it's because we've done so much stuff uh outside of the cigarette smoky man in season yeah. five like i almost completely forgot about him until this final scene
1: unfortunately he's back
0: He's back, you know, and maybe absence makes the heart grow fonder. Maybe, but it seems like, like we mentioned before, that this implies the spenders are going to, I think, not mm-hmm. just be one-off, they're not characters, no, definitely not. They're part of it. Well, good. I'm glad that this, this, uh, you know, this multiple-time actor on the X Files uh-huh. finally gets a recurring role here. He does. All right, spook of the week here for these two episodes.
1: Um, Probably the rebels and their weird eyes. Yeah,
0: I would say so. I think both with their weird motives and also like their weird appearances and their weird weaponry, I think that makes them, you know, there are multiple spooks that have made return appearances here, right? In Crycheck and the Cigarette Smoking Man and the yeah. Syndicate, but like now it's the new hotness almost, hotness in the form of fire.
1: Mm-hmm. And some shut eyes.
0: Yeah, well, this is super exciting, though, because, again, I, I feel like... And, again, this this might be me eating my own words. I feel like like I now have my hand, my head wrapped around sub, some uh, substantial stuff with colonization, yeah. or at least, like, a new force is... That yeah, right?
1: and you're getting more clarity, for sure. Yeah, and
0: I think it's a cool idea that I never thought about before. It's also like, leading up to the movie, which is, like, all about that. So. Yeah, okay, I know the black oil also makes, like, a big appearance there as yeah. well. So I, it's, it's cool, though. I never really thought of an idea of here are warring alien factions with, like, using yeah. Earth as as a battleground.
1: Yeah, and that, like, we're kind of just in the middle of it.
0: Yeah, so it, it sets up a new dynamic that I didn't necessarily expect. So I actually, I enjoyed this. Good. So we're going to keep moving through, though sort of back. Uh, <laughs> so this is going to be our penultimate week of Season 5. And we're actually going to do an episode from previously in the Season And then the next episode in the season. yeah. So we're going to be covering Season 5, Episode 10, Chinga, Mm -hmm. and then Season 5, Episode 15, Travelers. Yeah. I'm assuming both Monster of the Week episodes? Yeah.
1: The Travelers one is a little bit more um, focused on, like, the overarching stuff, but Mm -hmm. um, Chinga's just spooky.
0: Chinga's spooky, and I know that, actually, you know, you were debating whether or not to include it, but you ultimately did— because it is written by none other than Uh Stephen King. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, and I feel like that's probably... You know, you gotta watch that. I gotta watch that. Uh, I think that, you know, one of the preeminent horror writers being on one of the, like, not a horror series, but certainly a series that has horror elements to it, I I gotta see what this is. Even if it's gonna scare the pants off me, like... (laughs) I don't know if I I gotta, like, white... It's pretty scary. I gotta white-knuckle my way through this and see what happens. Yeah, you'll like it. So, episode 10 and episode 15... Of the X-Files Season 5 coming up next week. Of course, you know how to get your feedback in. Bloomfiles at PostShowRecaps.com. X-Files at PostShowRecaps.com. On Twitter, at Ange Pelagi, at a Mike Bloom type, at PostShowRecaps. And hey, we're early on in the month here at PostShowRecaps. If you want to become a patron at patreon.com slash PostShowRecaps, do it. Uh, We are not, you know, mandating you. We're not trying to colonize you necessarily. but we are. become part of a really cool group uh, on Posture Recaps. There's so much stuff going on between patron-only podcasts, between the Discord, all sorts of bonus perks you can get besides these podcasts proper if you have the means to do so. If you do it at the beginning of the month, you really get your money's worth. PostureRecaps.com slash patron. That's going to do it this week for the Bloom Files. Special thanks to Corey B., of course, for his fantastic theme song, We'll be back next week covering Chinga and Travelers. Until then, case closed.